Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God's Word and we respond in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. We're all followers here, and I don't know if you have the same experience. For me, one day just isn't enough to celebrate Easter properly. I've noticed over the last several days, the last couple of weeks, in fact, with uh, these podcast episodes, Matthew 26 and 27 especially, I've just really grown closer to God and developed a much deeper appreciation for the gospel story, for the Easter story that it culminates in, in Matthew 28. I just can't pack all of that into one day. So in many ways, today's episode could also be seen as Easter Sunday, part two. We're going to read Matthew 28, verses 7 through 15. So we broke this into two parts, and I think by doing that, we're able to capture some of the parts of the story that may not get as much emphasis on Easter Sunday when we're so full of joy and rightfully celebrating that Jesus is risen. He's risen indeed. And yet the disciples' response to him and some of the other things that are going on within the story, I think also have a lot of importance and things that we can glean from it. So I want to share some of those with you today. The intent of our podcast, of course, is to help us take the truths that we hear when we listen to God's Word deeply and to apply it to the rest of our lives beyond the first 15 minutes. Our four-step process can be found at wordofprayer.com. Recall for just a second the first few verses of Matthew 28 from our previous episode, verses 1 to 6 especially. So very early in the morning, the women go to the tomb. An earthquake shakes the ground. An angel comes down, rolls the rock aside that's blocking the entrance to the tomb, and sits on top of it, and then announces to the women what has actually happened. That Jesus has risen from the dead, in fact, and that they... Uh, should not be afraid. In fact, they should come and see what is inside the tomb and and verify for themselves. We also heard how the soldiers were just dumbstruck and taken aback at all this and basically paralyzed with fright at, at this whole encounter unfolding. So now we get to hear the rest of the story from Matthew 28 verses 7 through 15. So listen to this. Now, go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy, and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. And then Jesus said to them, Don't be afraid. Go, tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. As the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priest what had happened. A meeting with the elders was called, and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. They told the soldiers, You must say, Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping, and they stole his body. If the governor hears about it, 
We'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews, and they still tell it today. A journey like the one we've been on is life-changing. Some of these stories are incredible. Others are, frankly, hard to hear. The reaction of the women shows some of the complex emotions that might arise. Fright mingled with great joy and an eagerness to share it with other people. Notice that as the women went to share this good news, they met Jesus on the way and they stopped to worship him. He didn't stop them. He received their worship. That tells us something about how Jesus sees himself and what is appropriate in terms of a reaction to him. He reassures them and encourages them to follow through and tell the brothers the good news. As the journey is ending, and we only have one more episode after this one in this series of Journey with Jesus, as our journey is wrapping up, you also have a choice to make about whether you will share this with anyone else. When the women decided to share it with others, they encountered Jesus in the process. Don't forget that there are also people who are dead set against the truth getting out. They will conceal, twist the facts, they will bribe and mislead so that they don't have to confront the truth of what Jesus said and who he really is. If there are parts of Jesus' story that you find hard to accept, retrace your steps on this journey and take some time to let him teach you and make things clear. Don't be misled by those who are determined to cover up the truth. God is alive and Jesus has risen, conquering death. He wants to be seen. He has been revealed. His resurrection has been announced. But there are also those who want to cover up the truth. They want to spread another story, a counter-narrative. They want to sell their own version of what happened. Don't buy the lie and miss what God is really doing here on earth. Jesus truly is the Son of God. Incredibly, he came to die for our sins, to set us free so that we can reign with him as sons and daughters of God. What other God among man's many religions has ever done such a thing? Pray with me now. God, open the eyes of the blind. And Lord, open my eyes and help me to see you risen and reigning. I will worship you. I will testify, glorify your name, and surrender to you. Please set me right and let me see you just to see you and worship you. Amen. Right now, many of us are confined in our homes and not getting out a lot, but we will be getting out again. And when we're on the road, it's often easier to see things freshly, 
to be surprised by what we didn't expect to find. I know that's true for me when I travel, but it's also possible to be misled by rumors, gossip, or half-truths that are repeated often enough that they sound like facts. On your journey, make it your prayer to see things clearly, to see them correctly and not buy into the illusions that are parading as facts. Your heart and spirit know, and it's good to remember Jesus' promise. Matthew 7, 7, he said, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Meditate on the words of Jesus to the women. They will see. Today's episode is brought to you by Book 4 of Journey with Jesus, Praying Your Way Through Matthew's Gospel. You can get a copy on Amazon, and there's a link to it in the show notes below as well. Pray about what God is doing in the world now and what He wants you to see in the right response to that.